0: Podcast is rated not safe for work for profanity, sexual innuendo, and general silliness. And then look, see the stop button's up here. That's so stupid, but it's (laughs) down there too. (laughs) Right. Like, why? (laughs) Now you know why I don't know where the button is. There's the fucking button. (laughs) 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 Welcome to the Macabre Academy. This week, Brandy's over at my house, and I'm showing her why I can't find the button. Because we're trash. Yeah, we're trash now. So this week, it's just me and Brandy, so strap in. It's definitely going to be a ride.
1: Good fucking luck.
0: Yeah. So we are revisiting the Death Goddess series, so we're on part two. And of course, I'm a research whore, so it's going to be a long episode. So I want to start with banter. Perfect. Done. Done. You
1: ready? I'm ready. Give me the story. So... Tiffany, my roommate, has a new... We'll call him a boyfriend. I don't know what they are. They're, like, dating, but I don't know. We'll <laughs> go with it. Okay. So They're not fucking other people. So that's so an p-
0: exclusive person. Sure.
1: So he told me that he has two ghosts that follow him around. One's an old lady, and one is a young girl with a slash on her face. Wait, a slash? A slash. On her face. It's a diagonal slash. I, that's how I picture it okay I didn't ask any more questions so well no I did so I was like okay so like tell me what this bitch looks like because hello like young girl slash on her face I was like does she have black hair and pale as fuck he goes well yeah and I was like I fucking knew it let's go so then fucking I want to throw it again the
0: lighter hits the table I won't throw it again
1: here I can cure it I know (laughs) Oh, that was good. This is why we're drunk witches. This is what we're good at. So, young girl, black hair, pale as fuck, slash on her face. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, like are we talking like a little cut, like maybe stitches, or are we talking like gaping wound? And he goes, Oh no, like flesh hanging off.
0: And so I was she like, has like a vagina
1: gash on her face. Yeah. And I was like, oh cool, cool, cool. And I was like, so this bitch follows you around. He goes, Yeah. I was like, and you see them? And he goes, Yeah. And I was like, have you seen them in my new house? Because, like, that's not okay. You're not allowed back over. (laughs) He goes, yeah, no, I haven't seen them in your house. And I was like, why did you say them that way? I was like, who the fuck have you seen in my house? I'm not okay with this. His name's Zach. So then he goes, well, so, like, there was something in your room. And I was like, Zach, you're not allowed in my house. (laughs) You know you're a haunted bitch. Right. But like, so like, you know how you can have like the feeling that like there's something there? hmm I have not had that feeling in this house.
0: And now you have it.
1: No. I still, why is it hiding? Like, why are you, just come out and show yourself. Why are you hiding? Don't hide. <laughs> show, like, why? So, you like, sound
0: like Elsa. Show mm-hmm. yourself. Show yourself. <laughs> Let
1: it go. <laughs> this is no second movie Uh, yeah same thing it's (laughs) fine so anyway like i'm fucked so it's fine that's my ghost story for the day guys i haven't seen anything i haven't felt shit but he saw something in my room and then tiffany opens her fucking mouth and she goes oh yeah i saw something in the hallway next to your door
0: (laughs) Uh -uh. i love how you're sipping tea while you're you're dealing some ghosty truth I was like, was it, like, near my door or, like, near your door?
1: She was like, well, it was in the hallway. And, like, our doors are, like, maybe five feet apart, if that. Mm. So, like, great. Awesome. Thanks. I was like, what was it? She goes, oh, just, like, a shadow.
0: And I was like, okay. Yeah, and you brought the Ouija board over my house to help further open the portal here. 100%. I'm not allowed at my house. Adam said so. That's fine. We'll put it on, like, Instagram and TikTok and shit. Okay, so I guess we should actually do the episode. <laughs> Maybe just a little. I mean, I know the banter is fun, but I gotta actually do the thing. <laughs> Let's, do the thing. Let's do the thing. The thing. Okay. So, Death Goddess series. I'm finally getting to do a Rashiya, and I'm super stoked because I had quite the connection with this goddess, and um I wrote a whole blog about it. We'll get to that shit at the end. But I'm even commissioning um, custom statuary to add her to my Hakata. Oh, that's how like serious I am about this. Good. Now. Okay, so um there's like five or six sources that I used, and I kind of forgot. So as we go, I'm a little drunk, so we might be surprised as to which source. But just for argument's sake, we're going to do the books first. So I got Pagan Portal: Seeking the Primal Goddess, Queen of the Great Below, which really resonated with me. This was the thing. It's not a major source in here, but it definitely influenced my research.
1: And then the cover. Huh? It's a creepy cover.
0: Well, she's the goddess of the great underworld. I mean, I know, but okay. like, the eyeball scares me a little bit. Eyeball. It's like, ugh. maybe I should put that on. It's got a
1: gash. It's
0: it's a crack. It's a scar. So um, then we also have pagan portals Ishtar and Rush Kigal, the daughters of sin. Daughters of sin? Yes. Why is that me? Maybe that's us. <laughs> You can be Ishtar, and I'll be Ereshkigal. Fan-fucking-tastic. We're the daughters of sin. Done. Okay. So, let's, who the fuck is she? That's a good place to start, right? 100%. Let's go. Okay, so she's a 5,000-year-old Babylonian Sumerian goddess found in ancient Mesopotamia.
1: I love that. It's a mouthful. But I love Mesopotamia. What do you love about Mesopotamia? The word. And, like,
0: I don't know, we learned about it in history, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. I just love it. A lot of ancient cultures prior to Greece and Roman come out of ancient Mesopotamia and Samaria. Okay. Yeah. Like in art history, like they go like Venus of Willendorf straight to Samaria. Okay. It's crazy. Like caveman. The caveman. Venus, yeah, Venus of Willendorf is like considered like the first goddess, and that's that busty little bulbous doll carved out of stone. Yeah. She's like an acorn head. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, that's considered the first goddess statue ever made and all of her, probably of fertility because her bosom and her hips are so full, for lack of a better word. But then you go, (laughs) Samaria. Straight there. Just right there. (laughs) All right. So we got to frame her up so that she makes sense. Okay. The ancient Mesopotamians. Thank you. Believed in life after death and that the souls of the dead travel to the underworld. Now, we talked about this before in The Death Goddess. Yes. That it's the underworld and not hell. Right. Even though I'm okay with it being hell. But it's not. Right.
1: But like... You're the queen of hell. Right. That's not where all these people are going. No. But like, hell might not be that bad. If I'm the queen, it might not be that bad. It really wouldn't be. Right? Fucking
0: fun. Let's go. (laughs) watching disney drinking starbucks and hell i'd be down done all right so the Tamer- C- Sumerians knew this place as cur 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 it was dark gloomy and the dead were believed to drink from muddy puddles and eat dust that's my worst nightmare puddles and dust i'm allergic to dust oh yeah that was <laughs>
1: Maybe it is hell. (laughs) That is my hell.
0: (laughs) Just so we know. All right. Well, so she's the ruler of the underworld. Okay. And her name means queen of the great below or lady of the great place. And in this place, it's not like Catherine the Great. Right. It's great meaning vastness. Okay. So like, like huge. Yeah. Like a great span of mountains. Okay. Or the great open sea. That's my monitor and I hit it. I talk with my hands. We're Italian.
1: Yeah.
0: Hi. I didn't want to hit you, so I hit the oh, monitor. you can hit me. I'll I'll live. Let's no. go. All Walk right. Me up. So there are, okay, with ancient deities, they suck because there is, why? well, there's multiple stories. Oh, okay. So that's why they suck. They don't really suck. No, I took them as my preferred deities, but I was like, why do they suck? Like, what's happening here? No. So like, it's kind of like the Bible where Mark luke john mm-hmm. and who's the oddball what's his name i'm drunk you know i'm drunk if i can't remember the david names. no no what are the four names of the books of the bibles hey siri just kidding i turned that off oh thank god i'm sorry. i panicked for a second like, <laughs> please don't talk on the mic matthew mark luke john james no that's it matthew luke i did it and it's going matthew on. luke mark john
1: yeah We forgot Matthew the first
0: time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs)
1: Like we figured it out. Yeah. Catholic bitches. We'll figure it out. Listen, we're going to hell.
0: Mm hmm. So they're all telling the same story of Jesus's life crucifixion, Mm -hmm. but there's different versions. Like they, okay. In one version, this happens, but in the other versions, the other thing happens. So there are different versions of the same crucifixion story. Right. And because they're in the Bible, they're all true. Okay. Mm hmm. But I think if, since you and me are true crime nuts, like you have to think about this, like multiple witnesses will have slight variations within the right. stories. So that's fair. And then you're playing a giant game of fucking telephone with ancient stuff. Oh, 100%. Because their writing system was, cuneiforms; so It was very rudimentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So there's multiple versions, but she's claimed to be the daughter of Anu, the supreme god of the Mesopotamian pantheon and the personification of the sky. So you're seeing, again, mm-hmm. a death goddess being associated with the sky. Right. Remember, themes. So according to one, t- uh, one myth, when a news, st- okay, so he cries because he's separated from his sister slash lover, Kai, who's okay. personification of the earth. So it's a little incestuous, but whatever. Always. Whatever. And the tears mingle with the salty wa- water of the prime- prime- primeval, 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 the sea. The primordial sea. sea. That's not what you wrote. It's fine. Okay. Primeval sea, goddess Namu, and then this, she's born. So again, you're seeing her connected to water. And earth. And earth. And the sky. Yes. You will see these three elements. in everything. in every death goddess story. I'm Makes getting sense. there. Yeah. Yeah. We've done a few of them now. I can say that with confidence. 100%. What's really cool, though, is she's abducted by a dragon, also named Ker.
1: So, is like the underworld named after him? Maybe, or was he named after the underworld?
0: Maybe they're like coexisted or the same.
1: Yeah. Okay. Like he's the king. Yeah. Let's go with that. Dope. We <laughs> just made up so many things. We're so smart, guys. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so smart. But well, he was the half brother of Arash so he he ducks her. The dragon brought the goddess to the underworld in the first place, and the gods were ultimately unsuccessful when they tried to rescue her, because no one, not even the gods, could return from the realm of the dead. But the goddesses could? No. Well, she ruled that shit. She couldn't be rescued, so she took it as her own. Okay. Right? Yeah. But when you're seeing stories like Hakate, Kagal, and who did we do last time? Maguayan, right? Mm -hmm. They're liminal. They can move through these spaces where normal gods can't. So it's kind of like when Hades was laughing at Hercules in the animated thing. Like, good luck, you're not coming out of that river. And then he did.
1: Yeah. Okay, so it's like that. That's why I was like, but they can,
0: like, but bad bitches can. Extraordinary persons. Okay. It's so rare, though. So, hell is an important place in this instance because it balances heaven out. Even though it's deep within the earth. Okay. So, like our world, Earth is middle ground. Okay. Our ancestors understood that the soul returns to the mother goddess's womb and is reborn, and the body is basically worm food. So, the soul reborn, your body will be fertilizer. Yeah. That shit's gonna happen. You gotta accept it. No matter what. Yep. Very few return from death. So there's very few descriptions of Rashkagal's domain because if nobody lived to see it, right? there's not eyewitness testimony. Okay. So you get one glimpse of it in Gilgamesh. Okay. I know you've heard Gilgamesh before, the word. Yes. Do you know where you heard it? No. Smurfs. Fucking serious. Yeah, the, the guy, bad guy's name is Gilgamesh. Did you see the Smurfs movies? You love kids yes, movies. Yes, but like I did not put that together. I was like, why do I know that word? I was going to say, I know you might not know the myth, but I know you know Gilgamesh if <laughs> like you I saw know the word. I'm just like, what the fuck? Is I it? know you watched Neil Patrick Harris and the Smurfs. Yes. Because it was amazing. Yes. Okay, good. 100. <laughs> like always. Was it the bad guy or was it the cat? Am I that drunk? But it's, it's, in, it's in that. Google it, please. Bad guy and Smurfs. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so while you're doing that? Yeah. And Gilgamesh, a supernatural man, saw bodies being devoured by vermin, and their body cavities filled with dust if the soul was not given a proper burial. Gargamel. Gargamel. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, the same thing. It's I'm drunk. It's close enough. It's the same thing. It's Don't run. come for us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this this myth, right? Okay. Improper burial, mm-hmm. right? You got that. Right. Great PR if you're a priest. Really? Yeah. Why? They're, they're the ones pr- propagating this myth. So if you don't mm. want your body cavity filled with dust in the underworld, you might want to pay for a proper burial. That's some bullshit. Yeah, I know. That's like the you know, the Catholics. My mother can't be buried in a Catholic cemetery because she had a divorce. And she would have had to fill out 800 pages. I can't remember what it's called, but 800 pages of forms and pay a certain amount of fees to the church so that they would absolve her original marriage to honor her marriage to Ricky as a Catholic one so that she could be buried in a cemetery. And she can't even write her own name on a piece of a fucking paper. So that's going to be fun. So, like, where are you going to bury her? I don't know. I didn't ask for it. Yeah, I don't have the heart. I can't handle it. That's fair. 'Cause my mother has the Huntington's.
1: I know. Yeah. Um, but like I have another question. Okay. Let's say like my parents bought their plots
0: already, uh-huh. paid for their plots in the North Cemetery. If Catholic you pissed Cemetery. off the Catholic Church like committing suicide, they can't bury you there. Yeah, you gotta look at that shit. Catholics are serious. I
1: fucking hate Catholics,
0: man. Well, if you pay extra fines to the church, they'll let you be buried I'm not there. Paying shit to the fucking church. Uh, Give him enough of our time. (laughs) 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 Give you enough shit, we're done. Thanks. Okay, so back to the story. I'm I'm trying. I'm drunk. Yeah, trying. Okay, Okay, so when this same man who saw the bodies being stuffed with dust, Right. right, he winds up dying for real, and he tells Gilgamesh a dream he had of the underworld. And I'm going to try to quote this from the, from this online article that I found. Uh, what's the article? Oh, Arashka the mighty Mesopotamian goddess of the underworld by Wu Migren. So I'm going to try to read this, and not fuck it up. Okay. Okay. The God of death transforms me. So my arms were like that of a bird looking at me nergal that's Arashkagel's husband. Okay. Yeah. God of death. Dope. Leads me along a road from which there is no way back towards the house of darkness and the abode of Ereshkigal. I came into the house, which none leave who enter, wherein the dwellers are bereft of light, where dust is their fare and clay is their food, all residing in darkness. Their clothes are like birds with wings for garments. That sounds pretty. I mean, what's kind of weird about Arash Kigal is she's got these wings in her iconography. I'm going to get to it later, but whatever. We're going to do it now. She's got, like, wings. Okay. Which I think is really significant because her domain is underground. I mean, yeah. realistically, right? The underworld so why does she need
1: wings?
0: Yeah. There's a lot of bird imagery around her. And I in my head, if you're in a cavernous place underground, there's not a lot of room to fly. Yeah. So I think there's something, like, significant about that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you have a soul, you have wings, and you have nowhere to go. <laughs> I'm like, that's kind of sad. Yeah. So, this uh, Ishtar and Rush Gal, Daughter of Sins by Scott Irvine is great. In fact, if you want to borrow this, it's fantastic. Yes. So good. Okay. So, we're going to look at that source now. Okay. Um, okay. So, you cannot talk about a Rash-Kigal without putting her into juxtaposition of her sister, and Yana. Okay, Inanna can also be called Ishtar. It depends on which pantheon you're looking at. Okay, there's like an Akkadian one, and then there's like a Sumerian one, and it's a lot like in Greeks to Romans where mm-hmm. it's the same deity; they just changed their name for some fucking reason. Yeah, that She'll shit. Fuck with us. Mm-hmm. So she's regarded as one of the most important deities in the Mesopotamian the- pantheon. Okay, and this comes from the moon god Sin. You can't really talk about the goddess of death without the goddess of life. That's Indiana. Oh, so she's the goddess of life. Yeah, she's the yin to the yang. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yep. She's also uh, feisty, which might not be you. Definitely not me. Because she has an an, uh, insatiable appetite for sex. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a nun. (laughs) Okay. What's interesting about Ishtar... As she becomes the Morning Star, what's that, Lucifer? Okay, no, that is me. Yeah,
1: okay, so maybe okay. like we just cut the sex part out, and I'm I'm Lucifer.
0: What's what's crazy is, is centuries later, she's evolved into a male by the male patriarchal medieval society, and and this is during the rise of the Church in Europe, and she's all woman, like she loves perfume jewelry, makeups, the latest fashion, but they make her, because her name translates into the morning Star as fucking Lucifer. So, like, how are they going to
1: make, if we're talking about, like, the rise of the church, mm-hmm. how are we going to make the goddess of life Lucifer. into the devil? Because she likes
0: sex. Damn. hmm Damn. I think, like, if, medically speaking, if you are more healthy... Oh, I would love sex. Yeah, there you go. If I wasn't in pain all the time, yeah. But you have a lot in common with her. Perfume, I do. Perfume, makeup. It's, yeah, it's the whole thing. Okay, so she's slated as the goddess of sexual love, though she has also reputation of being the goddess of war. Oh, definitely me. Done. For war. <laughs> Let's go. This part got me, though. I had to put in my notes. Her vulva is described <laughs> as the boat of heaven and the field waiting to be plowed. Okay. I'm definitely waiting to be plowed. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but she's the world's pin-up, first pin-up girl because everybody wanted to fuck her. So, you know. Dope, dope. Okay. Despite that everybody wanted to fuck her, it comes with a warning label. Because should you fuck her, you will die. I love her. Yeah. It's kind of like Keith that you were talking about. <gasps> <laughs> oh, I hate
1: that. I I'm sorry. Chills. Like... Your vagina has teeth and it eats people.
0: Yeah. Not okay. But after she has sex with this long list of men that are waiting to do her, right, she can bathe in a magical lake and her virginity is restored. Ooh. So she becomes pure again. Okay. And then this unfortunately keeps Arash kakal busy because she keeps sending wayward souls down um, to her because yep. every person she fucks dies. So there's a little tension there. Just a little bit? A little, a little bit. Like, bitch, why do you keep getting fucked mm-hmm. and I have to do all the work? Stop. I want to get fucked. All right. So Arash Kugel is the evening star. Okay. That's not in the Bible, I don't think. Well, get, come at me if I'm wrong, but I, all I can think of is Lucifer the morning star. Yeah. But Arashkogal is the evening star. Okay. And she hates all that shit that her sister's into. She's like, completely rejects the perfume, the jewelry, the finer things in life because she's like, that's superficial shit. That's fair. I want that in my life. And she's always lurking in the shadows. She, she prefers this isolation found deep within the earth. And she'd rather keep company of ghosts and demons. It's better company. That's fair. They're not superficial like living. I also really like ghosts and demons. Yeah. Except when they're in my room at night. <laughs> then you can fuck off. That's fair. But she is into the kinky stuff. So her favorite thing to do was to go up and steal the souls of drunken men after satisfying her own lustful nature. She gets the short end of the stick, though, because she doesn't get her virginity magically reinstated. She's a slut. So, like, who cares? Yeah. But what's interesting about her, right, like, she pities humans because she's like, okay, they're put to work like cattle. They're doing all this work in the fields, getting all these foods just so they can keep living just enough so that they can sacrifice things to the gods to keep the gods happy so so, yeah she pities humans this this, i would pity humans too yeah all you do is work for food Mm -hmm. procreation peace the gods and then you fucking die she's like that's a sucky existence yeah i mean mean, in in medieval society that's literally your life i mean still yeah your life well you know (laughs) i work (laughs) i go home i sleep i die (laughs) yeah okay so her symbol okay all right, I know you're looking at my notes, but her I symbol am. is a serpent wrapped around the tree of life, which also kind of sounds like it's devil. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. They demonized her. Assholes. I mean, we talked about that in the first Death Goddesses, right? These serpents are low to the ground. That's mm-hmm. low to the underworld. They're esoteric knowledge. Mm-hmm. Tree of life is a tree of knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. We're not supposed to have those secrets. Okay, what's interesting about their dynamics as sister is there's, like, I said this before, but I put in my notes twice there's no life without death. Ishtar needs a Rashkagel to bring love into the world. It makes way for rebirth and transformation. Another big theme with death goddesses. Mm-hmm. Remember that? It came up for you. Yeah. It came up for me. Coming up again. It's kind of how, like, the death terror card is a good thing. Is it really? It is. You know what the shit card is? The tower. You get that one, look the fuck out. Death means a new beginning is happening. You're getting oh. a new opportunity to, to transform, like the butterfly or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know tarot cards. Well, I'm, 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 I'm slowly going to enlighten you here. Fantastic. I want to get a tarot card reader on the show. I know a few of them. I would love that. Mm-hmm. The drag queen also does tarot, weirdly enough. Hi, Lydia. Hi.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be best friends. Right. Well together don't have a choice. We're best friends. You don't you haven't even met her yet. You don't have a choice. We're best friends.
0: Okay. That's fine. <laughs> all right. So together they encompass everything in the universe that is feminine and protects all that is womanhood. So you need both of them. So they're badass bitches. hmm Yeah. Okay. So this is the story that fucking got me. Okay. This, this was it. This was buried into my mind for weeks. I talked to my therapist about it. It's in the blog. This myth got me in the the jellies, Pikachu, protective Pikachu. Is that why you're laughing at me? <laughs> yeah, I, I love, love you. <laughs> you. <laughs> I have a protective Pikachu. I know, tattoo. but like, I love you in <laughs> the jellies. I love that. Thank you so much, Ryan Reynolds, for that. I fucking love Ryan Reynolds. Okay, so the myth. Okay, we're going. It's old. Okay, five thousand. 500 years old fuck yeah and it's a masterpiece right it's this ancient historical piece of literature but it chronicles her in a predominant role which is weird because i didn't hear about it until i read these things because i studied religion in college didn't hear shit about it right Right. i studied art history i studied reliefs and shit didn't hear anything about this right and now here it is like Hello, why did you not know this? This is like the most important literary piece like ever written, next to the Bible. I'm like, fuck me. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So this story was originally written in that cuneiform I was talking. Okay. On clay tablets. It was a poem. Oh. Four hundred and fifteen lines. That's not a poem. That's what? Well, yeah, it is. It's
1: a long fucking poem.
0: Yeah, that, that's what they did back then. For epics. How do you
1: find that many words that rhyme? They don't rhyme. Then it's not a poem. It is a poem. No, nope.
0: It's not a poem. I All like. right, we're going to get in the debate later. That's fine. I know in kids' books when I'm reading them to Evie, I hate when they don't rhyme. I'm just like, I need you to rhyme, please. Yeah, it makes it easier. Yeah. But then again, I didn't speak ancient Sumerian, so maybe it did rhyme in ancient Sumerian. Oh. Maybe we just need to learn it. Uh, goals. Goals. Someone <laughs> teach me. Okay. So the descent of uh, Iniana is the thought to have un- been composed somewhere between 3500 bc so that's 3500 years before fucking christ yeah that's a long time and uh nine 1900 bc okay also it's before christ so anywhere long fucking time. right that's almost 2000 years before christ so it's 2020 now and he died 2000 years ago this is even older than that double it <gasps> right so it's ancient ancient it suggested that it might have even been created earlier, too. Okay. There's some debate on this shit. But it's the world's oldest poem. That's what I was getting to. I couldn't remember. and My notes told me. World's oldest poem. 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 We'll fight about this later. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to read verbatim how it starts because I could not think of a good way to start it. Okay. So I'm trying to deliver it to you as it was delivered unto me. Okay. Fair. Okay. From the great heaven, she set her mind on the great below. From the great heaven, the god... Oh, I wrote it twice. From the great heaven, Iniana set her mind on the great below. My mistress abandoned heaven, abandoned earth, and descended into the underworld. And it repeats itself for some reason. One explanation of an Iniana's interest in the underworld is that she hopes to extend her power into that realm, right? Okay. And her... and. Her sister's queen, so she's like, look, you've ruled underworld long enough, I'm life, so I should also have death. That's a little greedy. Yeah. But again, she's more superficial. That's fair. Yeah, she's looking for power. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, we all have our moments where... We all have our moments where we're yeah. all
1: like, listen, I'm in charge, bitch.
0: But you really have to understand her motives by looking at the culture at the time. Okay. Okay. So Ishtar loves her husband. His name is Tim. Tim was... Gonna go with that, Tim. We're sorry, yeah. Even though she's basically a nymphomaniac slut, she has a husband, okay? Yeah, they got an open marriage. So, love in this context isn't an emotion, okay? Because sex is sex, right? But for them, the devotion, respect, honesty, and forgiveness this is the marriage. So, they have i feel like
1: that should be a marriage, though.
0: Yeah, they're not wrong, they're not wrong. I think that's why some people do have successful open marriages. I couldn't exist with one of those marriages, but I respect them. Because if you're Mm -hmm. doing something with consent, again, we're not here to kink shame. Right. You do you. Right. You uh, have consent, Mm -hmm. but you respect this one person as your partner. Right. As your main partner for life and that you're always honest, always Mm -hmm. open. That integrity is what forms the marriage bond. Right. Not the physical sex part yeah, I'm just too, I'm a crazy bitch. But that's your relationship then there too, because your relationship isn't built on sex. Yeah. A lot of relationships are built on lust and sex. And then when that fizzles out, the relationship falls apart. I can see that a lot of the time. yeah. Yeah. But if you're on, if you're in a situation where sex is not your primary goal in life. It's easier for you to form those kind of meaningful relationships, right? So I think it's I can I can understand her thought here. Oh yeah, I can understand it. Okay, I just could never do it. No, me either. No, mm. but I I respect. Right. Yeah, I'm very open minded. Just because I my life path isn't somebody else's life path doesn't exactly. mean they don't respect it. Exactly. You do you, boo boo. Yes. Okay. So, um, in this culture, extramarital affairs were to be expected and it was not being unfaithful. Okay. Yeah. They knew you were just going to look at somebody eh, I want to sex them. Cuz that's a hormonal thing. Yeah, it's not like a It's a chemical thing. Mm-hmm. It's a reaction. It's not a an emotional intelligent choice to find somebody sexually attractive. Right. You just do. Okay. When Tamaz is taken, she's out of her fucking mind with grief. Right? And she's the queen of heaven, and she feels she should have a say in her husband's death. That's fair. I That's the favor. That. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ishtar is resolute on getting her husband back, and even if she has to manipulate the laws of the entire universe to do it, nothing's going to fucking stop her. Their gods are like, oh shit, I don't want any part of this fuckery. They can sort their own shit out. Fair enough. That was like Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting involved in this. You're mm-hmm. like, nope, I'm good. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Back up. Back your shit up. Okay. So in this myth, Ishtar and Iana mm-hmm. makes an appointment in hell to see her older sister. And she has to pass through seven heavily gated walls, separate the world of the living from the world of the dead.
1: How do we make an appointment in hell? I mean, you're the queen of hell. Um, hi, I'm currently taking appointments.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So these, these levels, the seven layers of hell are impenetrable. You have to go through the gate. Okay. And at each gate, there is a sentry. Okay. Your descent requires the symbolic peeling away of the trappings of life to enter Kagal's domain. Okay. Which means you got to strip. I'm in. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, you guys, life has changed drastically for all of us. Everyone's stuck inside, many with kids or pet underfoot, and the uncertainty of each and every day can cause stress beyond reason. So let's take some time to be kind and treat yourself, especially to some happy adult fun time. If you're looking for a book that draws you in and gets your blood stirring, I would like to call your attention to... Strands of Solace, rewoven by Cheryl Sukachev. For all of you nerdy witches out there, this story unfolds with the classic feel of a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. An epic quest to recover a magic sword in a vibrant new world brought to you by a truly gifted author. Enjoy memorable characters with complex relationships and some scorching scenes that make it an adult playground. You might need to take a shower to cool down. Or can you take the heat? Find this sultry tale only on Amazon and Amazon Kindle now. Okay, so she has to relinquish a piece of clothing or jewelry at each gate to pass through. And she loves her jewelry and shit. Right, so that's hard for her. Yeah. So she has to be free of all worldly attachments phy- physical and spiritual to confront her sister. I mean that's some deep shit that is. Yeah. Okay, but she dresses up for this party. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have notes on what she, on what she wore because Perfect. there's a very specific outfit that she chose to descend in. Okay. So she puts on this girdle to hold I uh, know no, girdle, girdle, girdle. <laughs> I'm going to sip my alcohol. Girdle? hmm All right. Let's call a girdle. Get over it. Listen. All right. So it holds her authoritative posture and enhances her waistline. That's the first thing she puts on. I would do that, too. Yeah. <laughs> ahead, look at me. I have my Banks. I mean, I'm down. Okay. So this protects her core, and it's actually used to carry provisions and weapons. So she took weapons into hell?
1: Yeah. She's a badass bitch. Yeah. I told you, you guys have a lot in common,
0: minus the sexy thing. True. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Next, she draws, she dons a golden breastplate. Okay. So, it's protective of her vital organs, so it's like an armor plate. Right. Over the bosom. Okay, good. Okay. Um, And it shows the power she displays over others on Earth. Okay. Then she puts on a gold necklace. Actually, I'm wearing a necklace, you're not. But was, you are. When you, we went out to get our nails done, you were wearing that pretty little I dependent. was. Yeah. Okay. That's what made me think of it. <laughs> okay. So she puts on a golden necklace that represents her earthly powers and wards against spiritual tech. Dope. Because it's like it hangs at the heart. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, but you can't get me. mm Then she places a crown on her head, which shows her divinity over the universe and her authority as a goddess. So, I need a crown. You, I know you want a crown. I 100. Someone make me a crown. Yeah, we need Please. to do that. We don't have a sorting hat. We have a sorting crown. I need a crown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then she puts on a robe okay. as a sign of transformation and concealment. Okay. And then she holds a golden snake staff that implies spiritual knowledge and power to dispense justice. Ooh. So, you know, when they're like, uh, you know, like, oh, don't judge me, like, oh. I'm judging you. Like, uh, that's why I'm here. I'm the queen. Yeah. I'm going to judge your shit. Literally me. Mm-hmm. I told you, you guys had a lot in common. I can you. be a Rashkagal. You can be a star. It's cool. Fantastic. Okay. I have, have a fun name. Yeah. <laughs> you have choices too. You got <laughs> options. I got options. Well, <laughs> no. so to describe this descent, okay. the author explains chakras from Hindu culture. Are they chakras or chakras? I, I'm they're both right okay
1: that's fine it's pittsburghese it's all fair game i mean that's fine i've just only ever heard chakras that's why i was like
0: what did i say chakras you did it's it's spelled like chalk it is that's why i was like
1: wait which way is right because like (laughs)
0: you know what it doesn't matter you know what i was talking
1: about i did but like i also was confused
0: (laughs) (laughs) you're looking at my notes. i know and i was like why did you say it like that (laughs) There's no L there. I'm tr- you guys purposely put more booze in my slushie. Oh, we did. <laughs> you and my husband, you're both bad for me. <laughs> She's like, come at me. <laughs> Fight me. Okay. There's your sand skirt. Okay. Yeah. Ch- a chakra is sand skirt for the wheel. <laughs> skirt. We're going to say ska- sand skirt from now on. <laughs> For the wheel that spins energy from the body's spiritual system. So those are the different colors? Yep. Seven points along the spine, rainbow. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. These are used to align the physiological psyche and the energy of the universe. Okay. So the bottom is your base. So you're sitting on your bottom chakra, the red one so is that what's wrong with me is my things are not
1: yeah because high scoliosis yeah Your are your spiritual school i am fucked <laughs> guys like i was born fucked i right i'm gonna die
0: fucked <laughs> <laughs> okay so the bottom most chakra connects us to the earth the red one so and you sit your butt on the ground that grounds you that you're on the earth okay okay then you got all the chakras up in between, and the utmost chakra, which is your crown chakra, the very top of your head there, okay, that connects you to the universe. Is that one purple? Yeah. Yeah. I had to think about it. I did too. That's okay. It's purple. Okay. So the reference is the sleeping serpent, the kundalini? Kundalini? Kundalini. Yeah, sure. Okay. It's curled up in the base of your spine. I know you don't like snakes, but it's go like, with it. Okay. So it's curled it's up. It's sleeping in your butt. (laughs) Sounds about right. Right? And then it climbs up the trunk. So imagine it's slithering up your spine. Okay? And then as you experience these progressive states of awareness until the branches to the brain, right, the snake, and it transforms into a bird and flies into the universe. And then you know all the universe knowledge. You're connected to the cosmic world soul. So how do I get to there? Meditation. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's work. I'm sorry. It's okay. Yeah, you know, or you can take some psychedelics. That could help. I might be allergic to them. You might be. It's not that you're scared to take hallucinogenics. I might be allergic. <laughs> I might die. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Okay, so. Oh, hi. Okay. So according to ancient Hindu scriptures, everyone has a sacred fe- feminine energy that the Kundalini inside sleeping, waiting to be awakened. Okay. Shakti, the divine mother goddess and feminine force of the universe. She's also the triple goddess with a maiden, maiden warrior and death incarnation. Okay. So you're seeing those three forms again. Right. Connecting with dots. The strings. It's just like... Those red strings. All yes, over the red, like the okay. boards. Great. So her consort is Shiva, and you learned what a consort was. Yeah, and I know Shiva. Right. There you go. Oh, Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, is the triple god, and it's the male energy. All the male energy in the universe is him. That
1: okay. is way too much.
0: Yeah, it's a lot. So his three incarnations as well. The creator, the preserver, and the destroyer. Our spiritual awaken is the union between Shakti and Shiva. Okay. Okay. Kundalini awakes at a moment of ecstasy, coils up the spine until it ultimately connects with Shiva. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So when all the chakras are open, the soul is properly resonating with the universe. But again, this is an ascent. Right. Right. So you're going up. Ishtar is the exact opposite oh it's going down it's going inward it is that travel away from the universe away from the goddess of life and all that is okay and it's an inward journey okay yeah which is weird it's the exact opposite
1: so like do you have to go all the way up to be able to go all the way down
0: no okay i don't think it works like that i mean i don't think it's like like an escalator or something i mean that was my only concern i was like can i down without going up, or what a slide yeah yeah it's not a slide it's an elevator okay yeah let's do that okay perfect okay so the first gate that ishtar comes up to with that sentinel right she's dressed up she's pretty Uh uh-huh she's got all of her shit and regalia she goes to first gate and the first gate is called the temple of love Ooh. yeah i mean i think there's a lot of things called temple of love or like the tunnel of love yeah I was thinking like Temple of Love being someplace in Vegas where you got hitched. Oh, 100% with
1: Elvis? Yeah. Yes.
0: Okay. percent <laughs> Like, I'm here. Okay. So when you show up for your appointment in hell, you show up to the Temple of Love, which is weird, but this is the point where physical you ends and this universe begins. Oh. So this is the mind, the totality of all the chakras. Right. Because it's your crown. Okay. Okay. Um, And it stands for heavenly wisdom and knowledge and existence beyond physical life. Okay. Yeah, that's a mouthful. Yeah. So Ishtar gives away this crown that she's physically wearing to the first person in the gate. In doing so, she relinquishes her sovereignty and her sight of heaven. So she might not be able to get back up there. She's disconnecting from the heavenly universe when she gives up that crown. So she
1: really had to want to go there.
0: Uh-huh. hmm I, I love that you're connecting with the story like I am. Yes. Good. Okay. I'm explaining this in a way that makes sense. Yes, 100%. Good. Okay. So the second gate is called the House of Spells. Okay. And she gives away her shiny earrings. They're pretty. Mm-hmm. She gives them away. And then she becomes deaf to the voice of the universe, so she can't hear oh. the heavens anymore. And this would be your third eye chakra, which is your forehead. Right. That's your insight. She gave away her insight. I told you, she's going to move mountains. She's going to yeah, defy. Yeah, she, she is. Yeah. She's, she's kind of a badass bitch for she doing really this. She really is. Okay. So at the third gate, or the Temple of Power, she offers up that necklace. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that causes her to lose her voice and, and, and her ability to speak spells and charm away evil. Oh, so she's, like, opening herself up to all of the bad things. Right. Yeah. This corresponds to the throat chakra and communication. So she's losing her ability to properly communicate with not only the heavens, but with the situation going on around her. Right. So she's giving up her voice. She's She's surrendering. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine not being able to speak or communicate? Because you're a very opinionated soul. Yeah. Would you give that up to save the person that you loved? 100%. Mm Mm-hmm. 100 percent yeah i mean it's a serious sacrifice yeah so we hit number four okay meadow of delight i don't understand the names because these are such no, powerful right? sacrifices and I'm like, these are such nice
1: little names yeah it's, like, oh. it's like,
0: okay it sounds like a party and then what? go fuck you're like oh damn it okay so we're at gate number four okay. and she gives away the breastplate so not only does she lose her physical protection but she also loses her ability to love and have compassion then what's the point of this hold on so big shocker this is the heart chakra right you know where that is just yep this causes her to succumb only to rage and increases her determination to get her husband back so now she's blind rage
1: oh yeah now she's angry that he's gone and like yeah that's just the anger
0: stage of grieving Yeah. yeah Okay. But now she doesn't have compassion. Like, oh, I shouldn't beat up the small child because it's going to hurt its feelings. Fuck you. I'm seeing red now. I have no sense of compassion for another soul. I just know that I'm pissed because you took my husband. Right. So she's giving that up. Gone. She's the goddess of life. So she's supposed to
1: be able to to protect things and to feel that.
0: Yeah. Have that empathy for another human being. Gone. Gone. Okay, fifth gate is called secret Valley. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Sounds like salad dressing or sex loop. <laughs> sex loop, <lube>, for sure. <laughs> okay, well, it's the stomach chakra, which is the solar plexus. Okay. I hear this one a lot. uh But this is resu- responsible for passion and your sense of self. Okay. So, you know, like your characters in your heart. Yeah. And the chakra is your characters in your stomach. Makes it's your sense. gut feeling. Yeah. It's living your life by your gut. Okay. So she gives away that girdle, so she's leaving behind her sexuality and all of her femininity. Gone. Everything mm-hmm. that makes her her, she's sacrificing it. Right. Okay. Sixth gate, she gets to the garden of beauty. Okay. Again, sounds like a nice name. It does. But she's at the chakra now, which okay. is our physical pleasure and our creativity. So she, you just took away her sex. Well, it's not just that. It's her creativity. Right. So, like, when you're inspired to do something or to mm-hmm. action or, like, what, we got paint the other day to yeah, paint. Yeah, we did. So, you might not be in tune with the sexual part of that chakra, but you do have creativity. Right. You know, that love of design, because you're so good at that. I love it. Yes. And um, your love of art, and things mm-hmm. like that, gone. Yeah. You're giving it up. You can't have that no more. So, you can't get the pleasure from the sex and you can't get the pleasure from creating.
1: I mean, you took everything else. What's that? Yeah, what
0: gone. Okay, so this is her last of her authority. Uh, or wait, so she loses herself. So she gets the sixth gate. We got two more gates to go. And I'm just so hang in there. Okay. okay, sixth gate. Garden of beauty, sacral charge. She loses her authority. Oh, no, we're at the seventh gate. We're at the final gate. The mountain of the soul. That's that root chakra. That's okay. Your, yeah, it's in your lowermost bottom it's your butt yep um this is for health and vitality so the goddess gives away her robe and it's her last earthly traffic it's the last thing and becomes and 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 it becomes her true self so she's stripped of all of her mystery and all connections to the living world and i wrote my notes this is where we're humbled before death yeah everything goes
1: Mm -hmm.
0: that everything that makes you what you are dies Everything. And she's sacrificing everything that she is to get her husband back. Yeah. So we portrayed her as a slut. But in reality, that connection to her husband, that sacrifice... is the most important thing to her. Right. Yeah. So sex doesn't mean anything. The marriage means mm-hmm. something. Okay. Anyway. So she opens the gate and faces her sister. And she starts shouting because they're not opening the gate fast enough. Uh, so she's a sassy bitch. 100%. Yeah. Oh, gatekeeper, open the gate open this fucking gate so i can enter if thou opest not the gate so i cannot enter i will smash the door smash the bolt i will shatter the doorpost, and i will remove the doors i will raise up the dead so they can eat the living the dead will outnumber the living yes that's a quote from the book Yes, except for the fucking part i added that's that okay okay so she's threatening a zombie holocaust to storm the realm if they don't hurry up and Open that fucking door. She's like, I did not walk my ass down here, and give you everything that makes me me, yep. and all my worldly possessions for you not to fucking open this gate fast oh, enough. Open it, bitch, right now. That really sounds like you when you're talking to your landlord.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, you turn into a Karen. <laughs> I turn into a Karen hard. <laughs> I have no problems doing it. <laughs> I turn into a
0: Karen talking to my own goddamn managers. So you know what's really funny is she goes through all the shit. Every minute, minutes, ready, ready, she goes through all the shit, threatens zombie a walks through the door, guess what happens? Orashka Gal looks at her, drops dead. Yeah, just dead. Why? Yeah, she's dead in her tracks. Okay. In fact, Arashka Gal picks up her carcass and hangs it on a hook on a wall. Like a like a decoration. Yeah. Okay. Yep, proud of her. It decays into rotting green meat. Is what the text said. Yeah, she went through all that, and now she's dead, rotting green meat. But is she with her husband? No, she's dead, rotting meat. Yeah, but he's dead too. Okay, well, Ishtar or Anyanya is a smart bitch. She had a contingency plan. Fuck yeah, she did. Yeah, she's a smart one. I told you. I knew you were gonna like her. Okay, so before she starts on this descent, she knows her sister, right? She 100%, knows she's yeah. yeah. She knows this shit's up. She, she's really like, look, she talks to her advisor. She's like, I'm going to do this dangerous ass shit. Okay? So if I'm not back in three days, you better fucking go get help. Okay? You know? So he's to start mourning rights and employ the three high gods for Employ, Not employee. Employ. <sighs> Implore. Implore. I knew what you meant. Thank you. They didn't know what I meant, or did they? They might have. They're smart. Yeah. Tweet at me. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So, out of the three gods that this advisor petitions for help when she doesn't return, the first two take a hard pass. Dicks. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm not getting involved. That's woman shit. There's That's just a, woman shit. Yeah. Fuck you, bro. He man, They mansplained out of that. <laughs> the third god, however, because it's always the third one, Enri. E-N-R-I. We're okay. Gonna, we're going to go with Henry. Yeah. Or no, it's not. It's Enki. Enki. It's like inked backwards. I don't even know anymore. And there's a dog making noise on my floor. Hi, Percy. He's like, what? What's going on? He's like, like can I get some love? Yeah. Now yeah, you know I love this dopey dog. <laughs> yeah, he's a sweetie. He, don't, he doesn't mean it. Okay, so with Ishtar and Tamma is dead, the world is withering and decaying because she's the goddess of life. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Ereshkigal killed the goddess of life. Who- so, like, fuck. Yeah. That's not good. No. Humanity is starving. Nothing's growing. It's like an it's, it's it's it's. Oh my god! What is that? It's a dystopian. Oh yeah, yeah. I what's, know what it is. what's the
1: it's word? It's like a dystop It's like a the apocalypse. Apocalypse thing. guy, but not. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Great. Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> apocalypse minus zombies. Yeah, hundred percent cool. Okay, so humanity's starving. So he sends a eunuch. Okay. This god sends a eunuch to Arash go to charm her. Because she is curious about his lack of genitalia. So she is charmed. She's curious. That's fair. He can't succumb to her wildly charms because she can't fuck him to death. Yeah. Neither one of them can. He's a, he's a eunuch. Yeah. So smart. Okay. And then she's forced by said eunuch, who's immune to her abilities, to release them from death. It's interesting that this third god, Enki, succeeded in rescuing Ishtar... Unlike a rescue girl when we started the story. Yeah. Nobody could rescue her, so she took over hell. So why couldn't they rescue I exactly, but they get her sister out. So that's kind of like a short stick. Yeah. Again, that's some like bullshit.
1: Yeah, it is. It's not fair.
0: But it's fair because it restores the balance to nature and humanity is saved. So maybe that's why. Yay. Because,
1: like, you both couldn't be up here because, like, you're too powerful. Right. And, like, one of you had to go somewhere else. Yep.
0: But it's stupid how that God decided. I mean, yeah. I couldn't save you, so you're going to get stuck there. Yeah. But I can save this one. Like, that's, that's like, I feel like those are people who have, like, that survivor's remorse. Mm-hmm. Like, why do I get to live and that person got to die? Yeah. I, I feel like that should apply here. It should.
1: But it also just might mean that Oreshkigal is way more powerful. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you know the story's not over, right? I know. Because it's a rush to kill. She's a badass bitch, right? She's not a pushover. though. So she realizes the, the fuckery that has now gone on. <laughs> and she's pissed. And she demands her pound of flesh. You know that saying. Yeah, you made the face. Okay. I made the face. So Tammuz is required to return to the underworld for six months out of the year. That's not fair. That's fall and winter. Those are your favorite times. That's what I mean. That's completely fair. You get pumpkin spice latte when he goes back. No, I want him during
1: fall and winter.
0: No. I want cuddles. Yep, you gotta find somebody else. That's why you have your pumpkin spice latte to soothe you. I mean, that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) cuddles. Okay. So there's a few versions of this myth. Okay. So, if you really want to be, like, a bitch and come at me, you could. Because there's, like, six or seven versions. Right. But this was the version I found most satisfying. Okay. I liked it. Yeah. I mean, you're sympathetic to the narrative that I... I am. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay. But it's here we see Ishtar being born through Ereshkigal's surrender to this eunuch. Right. So it's even death running, which makes it, like, more powerful storytelling, I feel Mm -hmm. like, the symbology. Yes, because, like i was just surrendering mm-hmm. there's a lot of surrender going on here mm-hmm. and that that's the story that moved me right yeah i had that, that connection and then before i get to that though we have that queen of the great below book with the eyeball you don't like yes that that hit my notes you yes. just hit that point okay so in another myth all right erashka marries her fourth concert Nergal, the god of war and pestilence in this tale the god's held a banquet with Ereshkigal, and she wasn't able to attend. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's bullshit because they're That's men. Not fair. Yeah, man things. Fuck men. Yeah. So, what we do. You're not wrong. <laughs> okay. So, she's not able to attend because she's not allowed to enter heaven. She's the goddess of the underworld. Bullshit. So, she sends her representative to the meeting. But they're allowed to go? Yeah. Okay. Because she's she has to stay in hell. She's got to rule over. Right, shit. but like they're gonna let other people go in. Yeah, why not? It's oh. her. It's it's her representative. Okay, they did that in courts back in the medieval time. I mean, fair. Yeah, you could send a messenger on your behalf as for the king. Oh, yeah. Anyway, as Namtar arrived, all the gods except except Naragal stood up to honor respect for Rashkayel's representative. Why? Why didn't he stand up? Right. Uh, that's the question. So the advisor returns to the underworld and complains about this insult because this is his mom. The advisor is not only an advisor, but that's her son. Oh. So he's like, mom, we got a bitch to slap. He was rude as fuck. Yep. We got someone to. Ooh. Yeah. Ugh. So I'm rage, Arash Krigal demanded that Nargal hand, be handed over so she could kill him.
1: Oh, that would be mean.
0: Yeah. Like, give me
1: that man, I'm going to kill him. Yeah, them's fighting words.
0: Yeah, them's is. Okay, so the gods complied with this demand. Yes. Yeah. Th- through, uh, Nergal was given 14 demons and warriors, in some accounts, to aid him through those seven gates that we talked about. But. So the woman did it by herself.
1: The man gets 14 people. Yep. But. <laughs> All of those warriors, would they not have to do the same thing and give up a worldly possession? Yeah, but he doesn't have to. Oh.
0: Why? Because he's got, it's like chess. It's like having pawns to sacrifice. Oh, you rolled your eyes hard. Oh, I did. You did.
1: It was a good one, guys. (laughs) Let me tell you. This is a reason to join
0: Patreon. (laughs) Hard eye roll. (laughs) Hard
1: eye roll. Like, whole body.
0: So, Okay. So he gets these assistants. Arashkagal instructed that the gates be shut after Nergal passes through each one of them so he okay. can't escape back. There you go. So when this war god arrived in the throne room, she like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knock this bitch out. Yes. He's done. Because, like, I would have
1: made him give away two of his, um...
0: Two of everything instead of one of everything? Yeah, at the gates. Been like, I'm the fucking queen. Get over it. Yeah, you have to be more than naked. I want, like, I want your skin.
1: Well, no, I want all of his, like, guards. Mm. So, like, I can kill you without your guards. Fair.
0: Okay. Nergal, however, posted a pair of demons at each gate to keep it open. So he left them there as sacrifice. But in reality, they're to hold these gates open. All right, let me tell the story. Sorry. I don't like him. It's hanging there. Okay. So he also advised not to sit in any chair not to consume any food or drink and definitely don't fuck Arash Kagal. Don't have sex with her. He was warned. He was warned. Does he have sex with her? Mm-hmm. He's a man. Of course mm-hmm. he does. Yep. Okay, so in one version, he follows most of the advice. Arash Kagal is preparing a bath and he is so overcome with her beauty that they spend a hot and heavy six days and nights Yeah, with the goddess before he sneaks back into heaven. Okay, I love so like that version. I mean, it's kind of like where he ghosts her after six days of hot, heavy passion. Yeah. It happened. Okay. She threatened to raise the dead if he did not return. So again, she's, you know, her sister is zombie apocalypse. Arashka cut from the same cloth. Let's go, zombie apocalypse. Yeah. I mean, both of them are pro-zombie apocalypse. I mean, same. I can get behind that. Same. hmm So Nergal does the descent again, but now he's got guns blazing. So he gets two cracks at it, too. That's crazy. Okay. So he bursts through the gates, seizes the throne room, and grabs the goddess of death by the hair.
1: Oh, bitch, no, you didn't.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, it's not a weave, it's attached. Yeah, ow. Yeah. As Nergal prepared to decapitate Arashkigal, like we're just gonna chop that shit off and be done with it. Uh, he had an axe. She pleads for mercy. Uh uh Yeah, my badass bitch pleads for mercy. Fuck that. She promised to be his wife and share her power. I'm not sharing my power. I mean, it's kind of hot, though, because, like, I get it. Because, like, my husband is the only person who's more stubborn than me. That's fair. He's the only person who bested me in being stubborn. So we should be life partners. 100%. That's how it works. So I get it. I know it's weird, but that's how I get it. I get it. Okay, good. So Nergal has a conscience. He goes, oh, shit. I made her cry. <laughs> I made her cry. Oh, yeah. No shit. Yeah. He felt sorry, and he spared her. In some version, they, they have makeup sex. Or he simply kisses her to acknowledge the surrender. I mean, it's some shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Although Nergal remained with Arashkigal in the underworld, he only did so for half the year. Oh. As he was the god of war. And war is, yeah, it's part of human existence and it cannot be permanently removed. That's fair. Yeah. That that was the logic. So a lot of times a is portrayed as a villain, but in reality, she embodies my buddy, Carl Young's shadow self. You remember that? No. From shadow people? I remember the name. That's fine. I read, I read some shit there. Okay. Okay. It's psycho-spiritual terms. She embodies all that is marginalized, hidden, or devalued in us. Oh. Yeah. So she, like, nobody puts baby in the corner kind of deal. She's a goddess of boundaries, Mm -hmm. a companion in grief. She's the mistress of descent, which means she's also somebody who understands depression and dealing with your shit. Right. Which is why I fell in love with her. She guides you through things like loss. Again, that depression I was talking about, mm-hmm. helplessness. She calls for change in our lives and mm-hmm. cuts away what no longer serves us. And I that's that. that's what I connected with yeah. when I wrote that blog. And you remember, because I called you after, and you're like, you're, you did what in a cemetery? I know. I was where like, you killed yourself?
1: Uh, what? I was like, hi, you should have called me. I would have come with you.
0: Mm-hmm. So what's, what, was, what was interesting about that is I had an ascent to descend yes. when I did that. But after reading the story, I wanted so badly to connect with this story because mm-hmm. I thought these were so powerful, the symbolisms behind it. Right. The symbology.
1: Yeah. Symbology? Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Mm-hmm.
0: I can't speak. Hmm. I'm going to teach you about that forever and a day. Great. Let's go. Symbolism.
1: Symbolism. There we
0: go. So I wrote the blog. So right. I, w- I want people to read the blog. But in reality, uh this story had inspired me to go to the place where i had committed suicide and confront that space and it was not how i remembered it being it was completely different and i'm i'm a witch right so i took a sword or dagger (laughs) and I filled a jar with the dirt so I could offer it to Hakate at her feet because that was my pain. That was my suffering. That was my abuse. That was the darkest day of my fucking life. I wanted Mm -hmm. to die and it no longer served me. It's no longer who I am. It's not part of me. I'm nowhere near that. So to be able to take all that, put that dirt in the jar and put it at the feet of my literal goddess over there Mm -hmm. was just such an amazing feeling. And I keep saying this, and I'm going to keep saying it again, and I would not have gotten to that point. I wouldn't have been able to do that if it wasn't for you and this podcast and the research and and, and the whole package brought me to that place in a meaningful way that could not have happened if this didn't. Yeah. You're going to make me cry. Okay. So we're going to move on. I'm just saying. I know. Like I see it. I know, I know. I oh, know. It's okay. why I love you so much. <laughs> okay. That's Okay. This is part of the journey. We're on a journey. We're on a ride. We're going to do the things. Okay. So lastly, it's worth noting iconography of a has survived to this day. Okay. Okay. It's been argued that the Bernie relief, which is known as the queen of night, is a representation of her. Now, I keep, now this was my bitch and I'm going to throw this out here because I'm starting to run over on time, but so there's one picture of a and it's a relief. And she's got like these angel wings and these like harpy feet. And she's just like stuck against the wall and she's all naked with a really sexy necklace. Like, okay. And we're not even sure that's her. So it's not universally accepted. Some believe it depicts Inuyana or even perhaps Lilith. But that is the statuary. If you go to any fucking occult shop and say, I want a Rash you get that. Or I want it, or Inuyana, uh-huh. that's the fucking statue you get. Same thing with Hakate. There's only like three versions of her statue, and it's the same ones. And this was my complaint because my practice is so s- specific to me, right? That I don't want the same statue that everyone has, right? So, uh, the author of Strands of Solace Rewoven. Yes, yeah. I was trying to get the whole title. Her name's Cheryl. <laughs> We love Cheryl. We love Cheryl. I go to her lunch. I go to lunch at her house every month now. You're coming with me next time. I'm I'm just going to tell her. Let's go. Yeah, I'm just going to tell her. I'm a good time. Right. Well, her husband has a 3D printer, and he's custom making me an Arash Galo statuary for this. Nice. Yeah. I was like, I don't want a skinny bitch. No. Give her some hips. And she's, that girl, she's got, it's all about that base. (laughs) 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 you got drunk stuff today it was playing in my head (laughs) what is it mama told me doesn't matter about your size this is why i'm not quitting my day job by the way listen hi we can't Mm. sing or dance all right but then over time she has been connected to other death goddesses okay ready Uh uh-huh isis i did her kali i did her yeah hell and hakate Oh. Yes, ma'am. So, I tried to look up her modern references. Okay. Because the Morgan has, like, a missile out a mile long when we get there. Right. But hers is kind of short. So, in modern culture, if you Google Horeshka Kagao, you get this very cute looking animal. Anime. Girl. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. She is um, a character in Fate slash Grand Order in Japan. She's also a character in Forgotten Realms, a um, Marvel character in the Thor universe, though. I was happy about that. So she has a place in the... Is she the one with the little... No. No? No. Not the antenna girl? No antennas. No, that's not a Rushdegel. I don't know what her
1: name was. I don't know either, but that's Guardians of the Universe. Oh, sorry. Guardians Thor was it at one point? Yeah. That is- Listen, I just saw Thor's chest and I didn't care.
0: Yeah, we got to go re-back on Disney Plus and watch all of the Marvel shit. I need to catch you up. I mean, can they be topless all the time? I the men? Yeah. Yes. They, I mean, they're, it's legal to have their nipples out. Let's go. Actually, did you know that there was a time in Victorian culture where even men couldn't show their nipples in public? They're just nipples. Right, and they rebelled. And <sighs> they earned the right to be topless. Oh, and it was okay for them. Because we get sexualized. But we sh- our breasts shouldn't be sexualized because... They're, they have a purpose. Theirs don't. Right. Fuckers. I don't understand sexualizing women's breasts, but maybe that's because I tried to breastfeed my children. No, I still don't get it. I mean, I'm I've been with women and I like boobs, but when I see a boob, I don't automatically think sex. No. You know, if you if you show them cheeky shorts, I think more about sex with the the women who walk around yeah. in cheeky shorts. I'm like, oh look at that butt. That's closer to your sex organs. Yeah. But There's, your tits are just like tits. they're they're boobs. You've seen one set, you've seen them all. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's it's nothing. They're nothing to write home about. I mean, I love playing with some some titties, but they're not my favorite thing. Yeah, no. Everybody has them. Even some men have some titties. Yeah. So it's not fair. No. Actually, there are some men that can wear bras. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I'm not going to say who, but we all we yeah. both know someone. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh. She's also a super boss in Final Fantasy, and my husband plays this game Fire Emblem. She's in that, too, okay, which is a Japanese thing too. They, are Japanese, have held on to areshkagal somehow. Huh. Um, oh, lastly, uh, she's a mage in, uh, in in this thing called Aeon. okay, A I O N, and she's also in the RPG game White Wolf okay yeah those are modern references of Ereshkigal which have nothing to do with the ancient Mesopotamian yeah It's at crazy. All. it fell so far like the morgon has some awesome references yeah. I can't wait to do that one with you but okay so we did it we did it we did it that's it we did the thing do you have questions no what did you learn so much all right give it back to me we just spent an hour going over Ereshkigal she's a bad bitch But too
1: bad that she got stuck in hell because Mm -hmm. like no one could save her because like, bitch, I'm just too bad for you go away. But she got her dude for half the year and she got her sister's dude for half the year. So like she's got a dude all year round. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't think about it. Like all year. I just got like revolving door of dudes. Also, like I'll murder anyone. Like,
0: let's go. Like she's just like, I'll kill you. Don't Mm -hmm. worry about it. I got this. We also learned that the goddess of life and the goddess of death pro zombie apocalypse. Oh, 100%. Both of them. So yes. that's going
1: to happen. Oh, 100%. Listen, it's 2020. Zombies
0: are coming. It, yeah. Wait, well, what? We still got to get deal with the meth gators. Oh, they're fucking meth gators. Isn't there like a dust bowl going on too, like the 20s or something? Weren't they talking about like the... Fuck.
1: Yeah. Is it in Florida? I'm not sure. Can we just abolish Florida? No.
0: You're right. That's where the
1: old people are. I love old people. I mean, same, but like... <laughs> Death Gators, fucking no. crazy people.
0: Hi, give me my notebook. Hi, no, the the blue one it has the non offensive dares in it.
1: I was like I don't know what one you need.
0: Thanks. All right, let's see if you can pick a number this time. Um, gonna... ninety seven. You might have picked. That one. God damn it! Wait, hold on. Wait, I'm gonna get there. You know what, uh, Sal Maiden, if you want to put in the uh the cut right here for the rules. Do it. In case you got a new listener while I'm looking this up. Okay, my darling witches, it's time for your weekly non-offensive dare. You must be a Patreon to participate so you can earn points for your house. Each month, the house with the most points gets to vote on weekly non-offensive dares, topics of future episodes, and so much more. Each week, Once you've gotten your dare, you must safely and creatively complete a post on social media so that we can see that you've done the task. You can tag us at Twitter at Macabre Academy, or you can tag us on Instagram at The Macabre Academy, and you must include a hashtag with your house name to obtain the points. The world is a fucked up place. These dares are designed to bring silliness and random acts of kindness into the world. You must safely complete your dare. If you are unsafe, your points will not be counted. You can also earn additional points for your house by being the first to submit episode corrections to us at themacabacademy at gmail.com. Also, if we use your ideas or stories in a future episode, more points may be awarded. Let's return to the podcast to see what your weekly non-offensive dare will be.
1: Did I pick 97? Mm -hmm. No? No. What is it? It's so funny.
0: Oh, good. I'm glad. Do you remember when I called you in the middle of the night wearing the mustache and creeped you out because I looked like a dirty child molester? dirty, creepy uncle? Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) Non-offensive dare 97. Wait, let me explain why the the non-offensive dares are numbered, because I don't think I've done that yet. No. Great. Okay. So when my sister, Sal asked me to do this podcast, I wasn't sure who was going to be with me the entire time. Mm -hmm. But I have a fatalistic and defeative... personality. Okay. So if I don't see results of something within like, let's say 20 or 30 episodes, I give up like my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, this is too much work and nobody gives a flying fuck about it. Yeah. And I'm like, that sucks. Cause I, for me, it's not fame. I don't want money. In fact, I don't even advertise anything. Like I don't really charge. These are yeah. things that I love and I just want to share them with you when I do the advertisements. Um, I just wanted to create a community.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I want to talk with other people about the fun shit that I love talking about all the macabre fucked up shit You know, I don't I don't I want to be able to talk about these things that are Awful and have nobody look at me like you're a crazy bitch because we We all watch discovery. ID. We're all crazy bitches. Yes
1: Stop trying to hide it
0: So I promised my sister because I didn't say yes right away when she wanted me to do a podcast So when I decided to do it because I knew I was going to do it like all in mm-hmm um I said I promised her 100 episodes so now I promised her 101 episodes because I wrote a new non-offensive dare but that's where I got the list I was like okay if I'm going to do 100 episodes I need 100 non-offensive dares mm-hmm. and when I'm done with this then we'll decide if we're going to continue the podcast or not mm-hmm. I cannot make a decision until we get to 101 episodes That's fair so even if we only have two listeners for 101 episodes, this is what I promised my sister. Mm-hmm. So we're in. We're in. So you're on 97. And this is episode 15. No, because we had to get rid of 15. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is, this is 15. No, this is the new 15. Okay. The dare. Put, put me back in the child monster mustache in your mind. I called her in the middle of the night. and Was like sticking oh my, my tongue out at her. She was. It was I awful. was like, "What are you doing?" Right? Yeah. But That's the first time you ever got mad at me. I, know. I was like, "Why are you doing this?" And, no, the first time you ever got mad at me when I said that that person didn't look oh, like Holmes, and I was just like, "Bitch, you were gonna poems. smack me," and I was like, "It's all mustache." So that's like, why I bought <laughs> but that's why I bought fake mustaches and painted my face like an old Italian man and called you it's in the middle scary of the night. Old Italian man. Yeah, I am an ugly man. <sighs> all right all right so dare number 97 is wear a disguise can you take one for the team on this one you got, got it this would be a fun tiktok for you where let's a disguise. do it yeah we're in we're in okay so that's it that's the whole episode we're done out of us i am too but i feel unsatisfied by clicking the end button because i feel like well i want to go play the Ouija board hundred percent. Yeah, we're doing that.
1: Yeah, we're playing the Ouija board. Go on our Patreon because we're gonna obviously video it. So like you need to be a Patreon.
0: To I love watch how you said Ouija board. I love how you said obviously. I was like, I know we're gonna make some videos, but I didn't know we we're gonna videotape the entire YouTube. Not the entire thing, but like
1: you've gotta watch. Like I'm haunted. It's gonna happen.
0: I love that you took over the TikTok.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. I was like, listen, TikTok, let's go.
0: Yeah, that's like, that's let's all you go. like you have like this innate like intuition like <laughs> you're, you're like a savant of TikTok it's insane yeah we're gonna go do that I'm gonna go finish my drunk slushy because it's still like halfway there it's like over halfway you know what don't judge me I'm, I'm not judging you at all alright so this is us not judging Steph and we're gonna go okay bye. bye have a great week yeah the things the things look the button disappears see motherfuckers I told you This podcast was brought to you by Nerdy Witch in partnership with Sound Maiden. We want to thank all of our wonderful Patreons. For updates, please follow the Macabre Academy on Facebook. Remember to like, share, and listen exclusively on Buzzsprout. Soon, we'll be available wherever you listen to podcasts.